It's the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is February 3rd, 2019. Today's readings come from Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 4 through 5 and 17 through 19, as well as 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 31 through chapter 13, verse 13. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 4, verses 21 through 30. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. Jeremiah was destined to be God's prophet even before he was born. His challenge is to make the leaders of Jerusalem recognize their evil ways. In spite of the difficulty of this prophetic task, he is not afraid because he believes that God will make him strong and give him the right words to say. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Therefore, gird up your loins, stand up, and tell the people everything that I command you. Do not break down before them, or I will break you before them. And I, for my part, have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its princes, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you says the Lord, to deliver you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from his first letter to the church in Corinth, St. Paul speaks of the kind of love to which Christians are called. The Greek word he uses for love is agape. Does that word sound familiar? A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, strive for the greater gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of human beings and of angels, but do not have love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith so as to remove mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions and if I hand over my body so that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, Love is not envious or boastful or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. 
For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. Now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Luke. Glory to you. Jesus began speaking in the synagogue, saying, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. Everybody there spoke highly of him. And they were amazed at the gracious words which came from his mouth. They also asked, Isn't this the son of Joseph? Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote me this proverb. Physician, cure yourself. Do here in your native place what we have heard that you've done in Capernaum. And Jesus said, Amen. I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, You know, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath, in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha, the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed. Only Naaman. And he was Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard Jesus say this, they were filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built. They were going to hurl him headlong. But Jesus passed through their midst, and he went away. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Come, Holy Spirit. 
fill the hearts of your faithful people and kindle in us the fire of your love. Yesterday we had our monthly minute prayer. We had about 15 guys show up. Oh, it was, it was really wonderful. I, I get so much out of these gatherings for prayer and, and for scripture and breaking open the word and letting God speak to us in the words of scripture. And yesterday we didn't break open the words of the gospel we went to the reading that Paula read so well from Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. We hear those readings, that reading in particular, many times at weddings. And you kind of wonder what's going on in, in the bride and the groom's mind as, as they hear these challenging words of St. Paul. If you ever watch Say Yes to the Dress, you wonder if anything's going through their minds. It's just crazy stuff. Woo! But as we broke open the Word of God from Corinthians yesterday, I had so many good insights. The guys, the guys are really good guys, and they really try to understand and live the words of scripture. Love is patient, love is kind. And the word that St. Paul uses for love in this passage is agape. You've heard that word before, right? That's where we're gonna have breakfast, in agape hall. I'm still not over the fact that one Sunday our reader said it was agape hall. I've died. I just wanted to die right there. One of the guys, as we read through that passage, found the note, the reflection in the Catholic Youth Bible. I recommend this particular translation. The, the reflections on the side of the passages are really insightful. Here's what, here's what we heard yesterday. The rare Greek word Paul uses in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, agape, is reserved for a special kind of love. Agape is love without conditions or motivation. It is there no matter who you are or what you do. It willingly chooses to serve without expectation of service in return. The Bible tells us that God is agape. The source of agape is the unconditional love of God. God's agape is revealed to us in Jesus Christ. Through our faith in Christ, we become a channel for communicating the wonderful love to others. We are created in God's image. God wants us to love one another with the agape that Paul describes in chapter 13. 
It's a wonderful challenge. I've been praying through this text all week. Heck, I've been praying through this text practically all my life as a Christian. And it seems that every time, every time I look at it, pray through it, think about it, it gets me at a deeper level. This passage from St. Paul has made me think all week about what I do, why I do it, how I do it. Imagine that. Imagine letting this text about agape, the love of God, selfless, unconditional love. What if you thought about everything you did in terms of agape? That's life transforming. It's powerful. Love is patient, love is kind. We're challenged to think about that love in our lives. Is that the way we live? With that kind of love, agape, unconditional, not expecting any return, any reward. Is that how we love? There's a story about a beautiful young princess. And she's really pretty. And everybody in the kingdom really loves her and all the young men want to marry her. There were three brothers in particular with whom she was very close. They loved her and she loved them and well she had to make a decision she couldn't marry all three brothers could she so she had to decide which of the three brothers she would marry she talked to her wise grandmother grandmother what do I do how do I choose who to marry and grandmother came up with a solution. Send the three brothers out to bring you a gift. The one who brings you the best gift is the one you should marry. The brothers, before they left on their quests for the perfect gift, they met and they said, before they go to see the princess, when they come back, they're going to meet together at their house and talk about the gifts that they're bringing. The oldest brother, the oldest brother went to Asia. And in Asia, he met a magician who sold him a magic mirror. It was the kind of mirror, Lydia, where, where if, you, if you wanted to go somewhere, all you had to do was think about that place. And the mirror would take you there. The mirror would show you that place. For me, it would be somewhere in Croatia, but oh well. The middle brother, he went to Egypt. And while he was in Egypt, he met a magician 
who sold him a magic carpet. That carpet could take you anywhere you wanted to go as many times as you wanted to. That magic carpet would have been quite a gift, huh? And the youngest brother, he went to Arabia. And in Arabia, he met a farmer. And the farmer took him to a corner of his property and he showed him a tree, an apple tree with one special apple. This apple was from the Garden of Eden. And what was special about this apple is if you were sick and you ate this apple, you would be healed. But you could only use it once. You're sick and you eat this apple, you will recover. So the brothers went back home with their gifts and they then proceeded to the princess's house. But first, they, they weren't sure where she was. And so they looked in the mirror and they found her in the mirror. She was very sick. She was dying. The three of them got on the magic carpet and the carpet took them to the place where she was, lying in bed, very sick, dying. And when they got there, the youngest brother handed her the apple. Eat this and you will get better. And she did. And she got better. Now it was time for her to choose which of the three brothers she would marry. She embraced the oldest brother and she thanked him that that mirror enabled them to come to her. But he was not her choice. She embraced the middle brother, the one with the magic carpet. And she thanked him because that carpet brought them to her. But she would not marry him. The youngest brother, the one who brought the apple, she embraced him and said, it's you I will marry. You see, you could only use that apple once to bring healing. You could have saved it for yourself, but instead you gave it to me. I will marry you. Agape. Unconditional love. A love that expects no return. The love with which God loves us. The love which challenges us to love one another. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.